once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarland. And today is a very special day because I've been, I've been desperate to do this movie for a long time. <laughs> Essentially, everyone that I show this movie to either freaks out and doesn't finish it or mm-hmm. is like, I don't know how to process what just happened. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that's what makes it one of my favorite things ever. Well, I, th- I think a bit of context is king here because for those of you who mm-hmm. might be joining us for the first time ever uh, on this episode, <laughs> bad luck. And uh, <laughs> and secondly, uh, we we just finished a, a viewers universe Kevin Smith anthology that we're very very proud of. We think it's it super was, fun, super super fun. And at the end of that, uh, we watched reboot, which uh, let's say I, I had a, an adverse reaction to. You know, it was it was yeah, I had some yeah. sort of critical neurovirus where I just kept spewing filth. For me, um, it tickled all the nostalgia things. It kicked me right in the daddy issues. For you, it just punched you in the dick hole and was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so at the end of that, my, my my beloved dear friend Ben said, do you want to watch Tusk? And I said no. Uh, but he just wouldn't drop it. So we ended up watching Kevin Smith's 2014 film Tusk, starring and Michael t- Parks and Justin Long. And that's today's episode. That is today's episode. Welcome I say, to can we do Tusk? You say no. And now we're doing Tusk? Yep. <laughs> There are uh, helplines available at the end of this episode for anybody affected by the issues that may come up by yep. Ben's perpetual bullying of what making me watch Kevin Smith films I don't want to watch. 100% I'm putting your mobile number in the description of this show. <laughs> how are we doing, sir? How have you been? How do you, how do you equate life post-Tusk to life pre-Tusk? Because this was your first watch, right? This is my first watch. And okay. as you may be able to tell, I fucking loved this film. Did you actually? I actually fucking loved this film. Yes, it is incredible. It is incredible. I've been trying to like bury the lead on that, dude. You're a dick. I (laughs) thought you were gonna. (laughs) So all the messages that we've sent to each other between Mm -hmm. this, I'm like, keep me updated on how this is going. Yeah. Like as you you told me you were watching, I'm like, keep me updated. What do you think of Mm -hmm. this? How fucking good is Mm -hmm. this? And you're like, yes. It is a thing, and I'm like, fuck. This is going to be one of those episodes where I'm going to have to like defend my love for Tusk. Nope. Nope, there is no defense needed. I think this is possibly, well, it's not possibly. For me, this is his best film since uh, Dogma or Chasing Amy. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. I I mean, of the films that I've seen, uh, because we we missed Red State, um, which I know you're a fan of and and seem to be the only one. But this film, I I think, is is his best. Obviously, it's better than Reboot. But it's better than Clerks too. It's it's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are lots of people who are going to watch this film and just despise it. I get that, and I I see why, and I understand why, and I, and they're yeah. not wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. If you hate this movie, you are completely valid. To yeah, think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like ACDC or, or Iron Maiden. 
if if you don't like it, you're right. But in yeah. uh, unlike that, <laughs> unlike those two bands, it's not because it's bad. It's uh, it's because it's just not for everybody. Unlike ACDC or Iron Maiden, who are objectively bad. I'm not going to argue it. I'm well, thank you because I'm it's right. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but this is this movie is so. It's such a subjective movie that it was a mad gamble to make this. I I saw an interview yeah. with Kevin Smith who was like, "I just need to fucking direct a movie." Uh, <laughs> my wife married a movie director, mm-hmm. and currently she is married to a podcaster. So she's gone from like money and flying everywhere and big actors to me yep. going, "Hey, I'm going to go smoke some weed and yep. talk about Batman for three hours." All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why he made this movie, and then mm-hmm. he picked this movie to make. Because he was like, I want to see if I can do it. Mm-hmm. And he believed in it so much that he was willing to put up the house. Like, him and his wife were willing yep. to put up the house to make this, right? And then yep. some guy, I can't remember his fucking name, and this is horrible research, but there's too much to talk about, and I'm a lady. Are you talking about the Gumtree post? No, 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 no. So the guy that financed the movie just came around and was like, he read the, he read, it was called The Walrus Movie for a while, and they mm-hmm. read the script and was like, I'm going to finance it. Just because I want to see yep. if you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I love the the. I love the idea of being so rich that I could just finance a movie for a day. Dude, if you read this script, though, right? If you had a bit of money in your in your like in your buck in your pocket, yeah, and you read this script, one hundred percent, you'd finance it, right? Oh fuck no! What? No, 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 dude! I would hand over double. I would the budget. watch this film. But I wouldn't back it financially because it is a niche film. No matter which way you, you know, no matter which way you slice it, this is not a safe bet of a script. This is not Ryan Reynolds and two-dimensional love interest go on a adventure caper through a sci-fi world whilst he is the Ryan Reynolds character that he's been for the last ten years in every fucking film since Deadpool. I don't know what film you're taking the piss out of there, other than every Ryan Reynolds movie. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe apart from Waiting. Well, exactly. Or buried. Oh yeah, which that is one. hilarious. But it's <laughs> a real knee slapper of a comedy. No, he Jesus. can't reach his knees. He's uh... oh, anyway. <laughs> moving but, on. Moving on. But the, I like. I'd, I'd bankroll that film. I'd be like, yeah, that'll make money. You know, The Rock in a jungle with unspecified black actor and unspecified red-haired uh, young female actress. I feel yeah, like I'd... that was a slight on Kevin Hart, and I don't appreciate it. Well, no, because it doesn't have to be Kevin Hart, does it? Because he's done a thousand other... F- like, The Rock is the only thing in that... You know, it's him in a shirt in a jungle with <laughs> other people of other demographics. You're like, yes, that will make a million pounds in, in a, a day. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's The Rock in a shirt. Sold. Yeah, exactly. So I'm financing. That I, would fu- that I would fund. Justin Long being mm-hmm. turned into an anthropomorphic human walrus yeah. by a fan of Tupperware... Yeah. Um, yeah. It is not <laughs> a fan of Tupperware. Well, he likes a tight seal. Boom! Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I searched high oh. and low in my head for a walrus-related <laughs> joke, <laughs> and that was the God best damn. I could do. I walked right into it. You played me like a fiddle. <laughs> you took my love of kitchenware, of highly practical, highly affordable kitchenware, mm-hmm. and then you turned it into a fucking a walrus joke. That's beautiful. <laughs> well done, sir. Like, I'm actually in awe. I'm actually in awe. A-W-E, uh, not 
<laughs> O-A-R. Oh, you see, that would have been good. Mm, it's nearly mm, there. Pity love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would. I wouldn't fund this film. Uh, but I do. I do absolutely love. I think in order to enjoy this film, you have to have gone through a very specific. Like you have to have seen the sort of early two thousands torture porn horrors like Hostel and Saw to sort of get Human Centipede. Human Centipede, very much, yeah. Mm. Um, but then also the sort of slightly older psychological horrors like Misery. Yep. And then have an understanding that you want to sort of take the piss out of it, but it's not a satire. It's not a spoof. No. No, it's fa- it's a fascinating film and has got some of the best cameos. I mean, if you're going to talk about cameos in a Kevin Smith film. This is this is the king of them. Fuck reboot. This is the king of cameos. I mean, reboot's pretty strong on on cameos, man. Not got Johnny Depp playing a Montreal detective though, is it? That's not a cameo, dude. This is like a reoccurring character. He's in Yoga Hoses as well, which is the second movie in the True North trilogy. Don't, look, this isn't going to be a repeat of last time. We're not going to we're not going to end up on Yoga Hoses. <laughs> I just need to dip. I need to dip like plant the seeds now, so that mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, when you're like, "Let's do Batman," I'm like, "Or we could just mm-hmm. squeeze in Yoga Hoses, just one quick, just a quick downward doggy." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just a just a little dipper flipper in the in the yeah. in the chlorinated swimming pool of, of yeah. Yoga Hoses. Because the third fucking movie for the True North trilogy, Moose is... Teeth. Moose knuckle, moose jaw, moose jaw. Yeah, that's not. That's I don't not even think yet. that's being major. No. So I mean, and then the next fucking Kevin Smith movie is Kilroy. Kilroy was here, and that's being released as a fucking NFT. So I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to be out of Kevin Smith material real fucking soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of feel like, yeah. All right, no, okay, okay, okay. I've talked myself around. I think we save yoga mm-hmm. hoses because mm-hmm. we have nothing else left in the pipeline of Kevin Smith apart from yeah, Clerks yeah. Three. And an NFT. And an NFT. Fucking no. Fucking NFTs, man. I'm too old for this shit. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> How did you first find Tusk? I found Tusk by uh, one of my old friends saying, hey, have you seen Kevin Smith's horror movie, Red State? <clears throat> yeah. Have you seen Kevin Smith's horror movie, Red State? And I was like, what? Kevin Smith made a horror movie and then we watched Red State and it was John yep. Goodman and it was Michael Parks and it was <laughs> fucking insanely good um, and Michael that that movie is where Michael Parks became one of my favourite actors of all time he is incredible he is there Dude, is no doubt he is incredible it, the, the fucking I'm gonna get into it I'm gonna get into mm. it because otherwise I'm gonna spill my beans right <laughs> don't spill your beans mate and don't then, spill your beans <laughs> and then I, I got hooked and i was like fuck i didn't realize that you could do like you know all the the huge mm-hmm. fucking comedies and like thought-provoking movies from my mm-hmm. you know like my my coming up years to producing like this caliber stuff and then i started researching mm. it and found like a little a little thing about tusk and kind of followed it through and when it was released um i yeah bent over backwards to try and get a copy Okay, this wasn't a cinema movie for you. No. no okay, no, no, yeah. No, no. I, I I can't imagine what this film would be like in the cinema. The the I, I couldn't have done this in the cinema. I couldn't have done it. So the first time mm. I watched this, I had to I had to stop it because um, <laughs> back in those times, I was like I was smoking a lot of weed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got myself into the mind frame of this is going to be like Red State, mm-hmm. and I got into a nice little comfort bubble, mm-hmm. and I was very safe. Yeah, it was very secure, 
and I was feeling good. Yeah. I was stoned to shit. There was some funny bits from like the early movie uh, with the two podcasters chatting yeah, shit yeah. and doing all that stuff. Yeah, I felt a bit personally attacked at certain points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but which one are you? It's, the, um, it's weird. It's weird. It doesn't it doesn't really relate to us because the funny ones got the girlfriend, whereas with us, you know, the funny ones single. So no, it's oh, just... I mean, <laughs> with us, the writer of some fun stuff. Is single, <laughs> and the unfunny one that's really determined to make you smile mm-hmm. isn't single. Yeah, I mean, you're the one that made an awe joke. So, oh yeah, I'm sorry, Tupperware. <laughs> we just move Oi, out away for that fucking topical humour. <laughs> Jesus, fresh off the shelves of 1988. When was Tupperware being sold? Uh, the 50s, mate. They used to have parties, <laughs> oh. Tupperware parties. Tupperware parties in the 50s? Yep. Just short-sold yourself by 30 years, dickhead. Yeah. This came about, it got to the point where it, it, I was really comfortable, I was really like nice and cosy, I was under a blanket, I was stoned as shit, mm-hmm. and it got to the dinner scene, and the dinner scene was so fucking intense compared yep. to the early part of the movie that had led me yep. into a nice fucking like false sense of security, yep. and then the dinner scene happens, and I was like, oh... Lee, fuck, I don't think I can yep. handle this right now. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, 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 I've sort of noted that we've not done uh, um, we've not done a synopsis for this film, but I've mm. also sort of thought, this is a relatively obscure Kevin Smith movie. Is anyone out there listening to this who hasn't seen this film? Because cause if, you, if, if you haven't seen this film, fuck you, we've spoiled it. But secondly, <laughs> uh, it's a man gets turned into a walrus. That's, that's yeah. all you need to know. A podcaster goes on a journey to find some weird stories, finds a guy who claims to have them, the guy drugs him, cuts his legs off so he can't escape, and turns him into a fucking anthropomorphic walrus that he then has a sort of sort of homoromantic relationship with. Never sexual. It's not sexual. No. no it's, it's almost... Um, sort of like romantic poetic. It's like a poetic justice type thing. It's mm. like he, he feels like he robbed a walrus of the chance of a fair fight. Yeah, so in he's his gonna, early life, so yeah. now he turns people into walruses to give that walrus a fair fight and chance again. Yeah, it's just your standard walrus anthropomorphic body horror movie. So we don't yeah. really need to give you a. You've seen this yeah, film yeah. a thousand times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. who see, hasn't seen, seen a once. fucking walrus horror movie? Yeah, it's a it's a rich genre, right? It's a, it's it a rich really area. is, and, and, and some might say overplayed. You know, I, I think Kevin Smith really went for the broad. Yeah, you it's low-hanging fruit. You know it's I mean? low-hanging fruit, exactly. Low-hanging plums. <laughs> That's a line from the movie, just putting that one out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really... But I know, there's a couple of people that are listening to this that haven't seen it because uh, they reached out to me personally. Oh, really? Yeah. Kurt and Amy, they listen to every episode. Uh, they haven't seen Tusk, but I think, uh, I think Kurt's going to try and get Amy to watch it. Nice. I mean, I I I do wonder how how many I, we're going to start doing some films that people have actually seen. Um, yeah. This is this is not one of them. This is not one of them. Uh, yeah. So so just watch Tusk is all we're saying. Watch Tusk. It's fucking fantastic. And um, shout out to Kurt and Amy. Shout out to Kurt and Amy. Also, we need to do. Should we do like a mid episode shout out to the winner? Oh my god! Yes. This thing that we did. We started doing some shit on Insta. Guess yeah. the movie music, and if you guess mm-hmm. the right movie that the music is from, we'll send you a copy of like the Blu-ray. It is, however, uh, first come, first serve. So if you're not following us on Instagram, you are missing out on fr- free Blu-rays, basically. We're basically bribing you to join our Instagram, Yeah, and if you don't join it, you're going to miss out on free Blu-rays. And we will send them globally, because we just don't have any sense of restraint... You know, we were we were unloved as teenagers, and now we're just 
buying Blu-rays to get your love. Yeah, I had to set up a, an Amazon Prime account in America for this. Amazing. Nice. Uh, I didn't realize that there was an option to not do that. So I'm no. paying for Prime three times now, which is great. Yep. So if you um, are if you are listening from Mineola, Florida or fucking Shanghai, we will send it to you. Yeah. Also, if you're listening and know how to cancel an Amazon Prime account from a different part of the world, <laughs> uh, <laughs> any sort of help would be appreciated because yeah. paying thrice, I don't feel like I'm mm. getting enough back. Yeah. Anyway, the creation of Adam on Instagram won uh, this week with... I know what you did last summer. Hooray! So, well done, the creation of Adam on Instagram. Well done, buddy. Um, and with that out of the way, what is your favorite point of Tusk? What is the uh, moment where the you tip. were like, I'm into this? Uh, did you just say the tip? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you asked what my favorite point of a Tusk was. I'm like... Not a Tusk, of Tusk. What was All the right. point in this movie where you were like, okay, okay, I'm here for it? Uh, I think it was... Uh, the recluse brown spider. Which part? The the flashback. Where he wake? He wake no, he wakes up. He yeah. w- Justin Long wakes up having he sort of sits down. He right. has his chat. It's all about Hemingway and you mm-hmm. know the sea and and all these stories that this old sailor has, and it's fascinating. And as he keeps drinking this tea, he becomes more and more sleepy, and it's very clear that he's been drugged. And he wakes up, and his host, who's also wheelchair bound, sort of wheels up to him. Yeah. Um, they could do a Mac and Me crossover, actually. Stop um, it. <laughs> wheels up to him and he's like... <laughs> Tuscan me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just the little have... walrus that like turns the, turns the living room into like an aquarium <laughs> rather than the forest. Oh, we need to do that after Predator versus Mattress, man. We've got a full slate of movies. Weinstein right. Company, get in touch. Um... <laughs> or don't. Either I mean, they've not got anything else on at the moment, have they? <laughs> <laughs> not like people are lining up to work with them. I'm sure we could. I'm sure it's like Netflix. We just ring them up. That and doesn't like, yep. mean that we want to be. Don't put us in that fucking queue that doesn't exist. Hey, Jesus. Bob did nothing. Bob did nothing. Fuck me. And that's kind of the point in it. Bob did nothing. I mean, you're not wrong, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ACDC and Iron Maiden. Um, mm. uh, it's the point where he wheels them up and he tells him this elaborate story about how he got bitten by a brown spider. And that's why he's all sleepy and this, that, the other. And it's it's the helplessness of the fact that the dude is just... Uh, Justin Long has been so drugged that any bullshit that this guy comes out with is just being accepted at sort of face value with a bit of questioning, but nowhere near enough because he's just not mentally capable of it. Yeah. And then there's the reveal where he's he's taken one of his legs off. And it was just at that point, I'm like, oh, that you're fucked now because you can't go anywhere mm-hmm. and you don't have the mental ca- capacity to do anything because you are being morphined up to your fucking gills. Yep. And at that point, I was like, oh, now now that sort of sense of helplessness set in. And I was like, okay, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. This is legitimately unsettling as fuck. It's the, it's the first encounter between these two. Mm. Um, when Justin Long first shows up. At, oh, when uh, he's doing the tour of the house. The, yeah, when it's it's all set in one room and it's mm. all set in front of the fireplace and Michael Park, Michael Parks plays Howard Howe mm-hmm. and Justin Long plays the podcaster Wallace Brighton. He does. So Howard Howe is one of my favourite characters that has ever been written. No. Ever. He is, he is mo- one of my favourite characters that has ever been written. There is no one that can pull off being... That sophisticated, charming, open, trustworthy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. warming, tuskworthy. Oh, uh, <laughs> ah! 
I love this episode. <laughs> There's no one that can do all that. Yeah, and yeah. then also be just the most fucking terrifying, mm-hmm. creepy, unsettling, scary, genuinely like to the bone, mm-hmm. chilling person. Yeah. That yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen that. In a I Howard Howe is like, is the one for me. He's incredible. I hadn't seen Michael Parkson all that much before this. I'd seen him obviously in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the point where I was like, is that the guy that plays Bricktop from Snatch when he first came on screen? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Can you imagine the difference in this movie? Yeah. All right, mate. All right, mate. <laughs> All Get right, in fucking Tasco, you fucking toilets. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a walrus dick, that is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> now fucking sit down and have some tea. Will you? Drugs? No, it's not drugs. Don't be stupid. Get no, a cut no, of no. rosy, you nah. fucking cat. Yeah, what yeah, size yeah. shoe do you wear, just out of curiosity? <laughs> I'm going to go put some on ice. All right, yeah, lovely, lovely. <laughs> the uh, Tune in for more terrible uh, impressions of Bricktop from Snatch. Yeah, fuck um, you. My dad was a cockney. Well, I mean, if he's still alive, he still is a cockney, but... Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he didn't change halfway through. Like, <laughs> Just hit 35 and became a scouse. <laughs> a walrus, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah, Michael Parks in this movie, mm. dude, when they sit down and uh, Howard Howe is sort of regaling these tales of uh, how he met Hemingway and you know yeah, lost yeah. at sea and all this shit, the, <laughs> the reaction from mm-hmm. Wallace Brighton mm-hmm. is how I felt in real time. And <laughs> I'm like settling into it being like, oh man, this is like, this mm-hmm. dude's fucking lived, man. This is some interesting yeah. shit. And then he falls face first and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and it was at that moment where I, it's just everything, everything that, that can go hard for all the wrong reasons. So like nips, yep. goosebumps, yeah, stiff knees. You know what I mean. Yeah, all that shit happened. Like joints locking up. Yeah, I'm old. And I'm yeah, all right yeah. with it. I'm glad you said for the wrong reasons as well, because I was like, this is not an easy wank. This film. Yeah, dude. This is. This is. A, this is. <laughs> I've a had tough, easier. Let's put it that way. It's a tough. That's the tagline, isn't it? Tusk. <laughs> a tough wank. Like, <laughs> what a selling point. Hundred percent. I think we should we should add that to our uh, our ratings at the end. Don't because I, I fucking went on TikTok the other day, man. In this state that TikTok's in, the Tusk Challenge would mm. probably be like a trending thing within the week. You know what I mean? I mean, let's go on it. We're we're thirsty for attention. Get uh, <laughs> we should also shout out Robert Kurtzman, who uh, was the creature and makeup director on this. He absolutely smashed it out of the park given given the fact that this film was was shot in 15 days on 2.7 million it doesn't look like it at, it doesn't look like it at all it no, looks like a banging. full it's banging uh so he is i think as worthy of any praise uh from this movie as, as any member of the cast with the exception perhaps of michael parks because he did really smash it dude michael parks it's unbelievable in this movie i can't i can't is he still with us is he or did he did he pass away uh, uh, still with us, I think. Let's have a quick Google. Hold on, I'm on IMDb. No, he died 2017. Fuck. Damn. Oh my god, have you seen younger him? No. He's he was he was holy a, shit. He was Hello, a dude. Yeah, that's right. Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> Johnny Depp as Johnny Guy Depp. Le Puente. It's it's a weird one seeing Johnny Depp now because so <laughs> setting aside the fact that Johnny Depp is by all accounts a reprehensible human being. The acting chops of Johnny Depp. I feel like he used to act, and now he sort of play acts. And I think this is one of the few films since Pirates of the Caribbean where it makes sense, in the sense that 
like he doesn't do characters he does caricatures he doesn't okay. like he 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 uses facial prosthetics it's like the mad hatter and black mass and all this sort of stuff it's like dude have Willy you Wonka. tried yeah have you tried acting rather than just putting on a load of makeup and then pretending to be someone who's so clearly not a human being this mm. is one of the few roles of johnny depp's career since pirates of the caribbean where i feel like that caricature actually fits what the film needs it's fucking golden okay what's your favorite johnny depp movie i think i know the answer because you know i can't think of all of them off the top of my Shuckala, head because you're a posh boy and it's fine oh Shuckala, magnolia no Shuckala. these are all in your top five i've seen no. your list it's fine <laughs> <laughs> no probably fear and loathing oh okay yeah it's a pretty good one yeah exactly I get, I get what you're saying about the character acting stuff man but if you go and watch his fucking characters like Willy Wonka scared the shit out of me oh guys creepy as fuck yeah it's not I acting I can't though. think of anyone well I mean it kind of is because he isn't Willy Wonka <laughs> <laughs> like if he was Willy Wonka then it wouldn't be acting right? I know but do you know what I mean like where's like all subtlety has gone from from his his yeah, performance you know I mean, if you compare michael parks and the right. what he's doing with his okay. role and then you look at what johnny depp's doing there is character and there is caricature and i think johnny depp is trades exclusively in caricature rather than character i don't I, look at any of johnny depp's characters and relate to them i'll agree right um i think johnny depp is more suited or more more able to play mm-hmm. the fucking the outer extremes Yes. like characters which is where the interest in shit lies for me like yeah, that's yeah. where this is i think michael parks does the same but he does he does the uh the everyman extreme yeah yeah because i think you know i think the mean? thing is if you go too far out there and you don't keep one foot in human in the human aspect of the character mm-hmm. it ceases to be a human character now it's just some alien that i'm watching i don't relate to that and so it's no longer shocking or disturbing like what michael parks is doing is disturbing because there's enough humanity in there that you can see that it is a person. It's just it's a person that's gone hideously wrong. And that's what makes it terrifying. Like I was watching a one-hour photo with Robin Williams last night. Mm. Fantastic film because there's that I've humanity there. Oh, mate, we'll, we'll do it at some point. Okay. Um, it's, it, but it's, it's, it's keeping that enough humanity in your monster to make it truly monstrous. And I think that's what Johnny Depp has lacked in his films that michael parks does so well in this there's enough humanity in there that you're like oh fuck me this has gone really wrong whereas if you watch something like black mass with with johnny depp or or his other caricatures like willy wonka you're like ah, oh, it's just that's a that's an alien creature that's a that's nothing okay. real I, I get what you're saying but i think in this movie in he, this movie it fits perfectly yeah because he he transcends being human and turns into a superhero exactly like that it's superpower. exactly that yeah yeah and also with with what this film like it's already jumped the walrus as it were <laughs> by the time he comes Uh-oh. in <laughs> so like so like <laughs> so like him coming in it, it sort of makes sense you need something that strong to counteract the the sort of bizarreness of the so that's what i'm saying i think this is the, the one of his few roles since pirates of the caribbean I'll where agree. he makes sense yeah right? man, it's fantastic. i'll agree his fucking his character is insane like his character mm. is insane yeah yeah yeah, but yeah. he's incredible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's yeah. fucking outstandingly good in this movie it's it, so deadpan and oh, yeah. so fucking like almost childlike innocence to him mm-hmm. and it's just it's the most endearing fucking bumbling yep. over the top super exaggerated 
I'm going to find the killer <laughs> kind of French, you know, investigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the crazy eyes who squishes <laughs> burgers until they're fucking 2D shapes before eating them. <laughs> Every tiny little aspect of his mm. performance in this movie is so meticulously worked out and it is yeah he's just he just embodies guy what needed, yeah, yeah exactly he's exactly what the the film needs uh, at that wonderful, point man it is fucking wonderful i was surprised to see that this this didn't review well i mean eric Cohn uh of indiewire kern kern uh eric of indiewire eric from indiewire from was one of the few people who i think you know reading the reviews that came out at the time got it um, that this was a sort of riff on the on the hostile saw vibe, um, and I, I I think I think that's important. I don't understand why nobody else seemed to understand this film. So what Hostel tries to do, right? Mm-hmm. And Eli Roth does it to a certain point. I'm not going to take this away from me. He does do yeah, it yeah. to a certain point where you get the false sense of security where everything's like, hey, it's a party, and hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in Europe, and there's tits, and hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. she touched my penis. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, oh no, I've been sold into a millionaire's club of murderers. <laughs> like, but there's no, there's no real like transition to it. It just kind mm. of like, boom, now it's a yeah, horror, yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suck it. But where, what Kevin Smith has done is written everything mm. incredibly fucking well. So you yep. have this immense amount of dialogue where you get to know the characters, you feel for yep. the characters, you can either relate them, you can love them or hate them. You get all of this time to make your decision on whether they're a piece of shit, whether they're a piece of shit, but they're funny. Yep. So that's okay. Yep. Or whether they're just sort of like a fucking lonely old dude wanting to tell some stories. You get all of this shit laid out in front of you. But then little bit by little bit, mm-hmm. the cracks start to show. Mm-hmm. And your little nice security bubble and your mm-hmm. nice little safety net is just pulled from under your feet and you don't even know it's gone <laughs> for a, the longest time. And when the dinner scene hits yeah. and it's the itsy bitsy spider, when that happens, <laughs> I just doing that, it literally gives me goosebumps because every time I watch this movie, that bit scares the shit out of me, man. <sighs> it's, it's too much like this... The way that this film transitions into just fucking mm-hmm. nightmare fuel from yeah. hey, it's the Nazi party, but mm-hmm. not the not the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> to Again, personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but then just slides down into this sort of like fucking torture porn creature feature. You don't see you do see it coming because of the fucking title and the trailer and whatnot, but you don't yeah, see yeah, how yeah. it's gonna get from A that, to B. I think that's the thing, is is that this is a film whose sort of punchline is delivered before the setup. 100%. A a whole bunch of it was like, okay, I know that he's going to get turned into a walrus because that's the poster and that's the the thing. There's no no surprise here that that's what's going to happen. But to then still manage to make that surprising, it's like knowing the punchline of the joke and it's still being funny. Yes, you know the punchline of the horror film, but it's still horrific. How the fuck do you achieve that? Incredible writing. Yeah, you achieve that. Yeah, yeah. It's just insanely good writing. And I'll, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if USQ Universe had like ups and downs, it has its ups and downs for people. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I will always maintain that Kevin Smith is one of the greatest fucking writers of characters and just one of the most Mm -hmm. fucking intelligent people. He can be, and that's what's so frustrating about him. And that's why I think reboot just just boiled nah. my piss to the to the degree that it did i just don't think you got it man that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. Fine. probably i did i probably you didn't I, mean? I probably didn't I, the thing it's the same with like uh ian drury had a had a similar philosophy right if you don't mm-hmm. get it or if you don't like it it's not for you yeah 
It wasn't for you. Is that blockheads, Ian Drury? Exactly. Yeah, smashed it. And it's, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, a, it's not a negative. It's not a slight at all. It's just, yeah. There's other stuff out there. Unless you're talking about ACDC or Iron Maiden, who are objectively bad. They but are. He also I've said s- that. Yeah, I've seen both of them live and can confirm they were both <laughs> objectively bad. There was like 14, 50-some-odd-year-olds that were just sort of like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, their, with their band t-shirts like, tucked into their blue jeans. Yeah, I think by like the third verse of, bring your daughter, bring your daughter. Everyone was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. This isn't a car advert anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Normally this song's finished by now. Uh, <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so we've been, like, spoon-fed. <laughs> we've been, like, spoon-fed this formula of how these yeah, horrors yeah. are supposed to go. Yeah, and this yeah. is why Tusk tanked. Because everyone was like, this is going to be one of those horrors, mm-hmm. man. It's going to be yeah, fucked yeah. up. It's going to be weird. It's going to be, like, fucking hostile. It's going to be, like, human centipede. And then it just turned it all on its head, made it hilarious, yep. made it fucked up, and then just left everyone like, I am confused. <laughs> well, I, and I think... The most horrific scene in this film is the very last scene, uh, which I want to talk (laughs) about, but I also feel like if you haven't seen this film... We can't. You can't mention how the film ends, because it's pure genius. Okay. We kind of have to. Okay, we're going to mute. I'm going to go through and edit all of this. So, dear listeners, I apologize for the censorship that's about to happen, but Ben and I are just going to have a sidebar about the line... Okay, I'm so fucking happy with you, Rob. This is and unbelievable. Then, and then that up. last shot where the... Yeah. yeah. He's still in... But why mm. is it... Okay, you're going to have to bleep this bit out. But why the fuck have they just put him in an... And not just like... That's yep. my favourite way to end a movie. <laughs> it's so batshit insane. Like we, ha- just... we, ha- we have to stop now because this is all... The... But yes, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Some of that has been bleeped out, but also it's insane, it's hilarious, and it's mm. just fucking stupid. It reminds you at the end. It's like a nice little cushion at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like, hi, so you've been on the nightmare fuel ride. Yeah. Um, here's a little pillow of like a goofy little... <laughs> Look yeah. how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. But it's a joke at the expense of... <laughs> It's the joke at the expense of, like, the... St- yeah. It's fucking wonderful. It's actually just sort of like, yeah, he's... But also, fuck that guy. <laughs> like, there was no... There's no shits given at the end. I fucking love it. Did right. you uh, Did you watch the after, after credit scene? No. Oh. What? Yeah, there's All an right, after credit scene. Okay, I've got it on my phone, so I'll have to, I'll have to find that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what it is. It, okay. it does nothing for the story. Right. There's no like secret bit leading on to anything else. It's mm-hmm. Guy LaPuente yeah. uh, sitting on a log in the woods on his own. <laughs> so we can assume that this is the moment of the film where Guy, uh, Teddy, and Ali are mm-hmm. all searching for Wallace. Yeah. And the the post credit scene is Guy LaPuente sitting on a log going, oh, Why did you have to have this second slider? Why did you have to have the second slider? Oh. And then it just cuts off. It's the fucking... It's, Marvel needs to take a fucking leaf out of this book because it's the best after credit scene I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, it yeah. It does nothing. It, it adds There's nothing to the story yep. other than brings Guy LaPuente back. Just being Guy LaPuente. Just it. being upset about his food choices. That's all it is. It's just regretting his second 2D slider. 
Like, that's it. It's fucking wonderful, man. What are you going to rate this film? 10. Yeah, I'm going to rate it 10. It's this fucking, is this it's, is a this is a perfect ten. Look, it's a perfect ten, but I fully understand that you're going to watch this and it might be a zero. But you're never going to know until you watch it. So just fucking watch Tusk. Good, good experience or bad experience, you're coming away with an opinion, and it's mm-hmm. an important opinion because it's so fucking divided. Oh there yeah, is, yeah, yeah. There's not one person on the planet that's like, yeah, it's okay. No, don't, no, they no, don't no, exist. No. That no, opinion no, no. can't physically. Yeah. Like we we spoke to physics, it doesn't work. <laughs> we had a mutual agreement that's been broken. The contracts yeah, yeah. off that can't exist in in our fucking reality. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you've either got I fucking hate it. It made me feel weird. I don't know how to get over this, or yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. It's super weird. I made me feel super weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So just watch it. Just I watch think it's it. a 10 because it fucking takes all those, like, it takes the, the normal horror creature feature kind mm-hmm. of fucking tense thing and just turns it on its head, makes it hilarious, makes mm-hmm. it terrifying, makes it heartbreaking all in one thing. It's a it's a great fucking take on it, man. I'm going to try and convince my family to watch it with me. Uh, I think I, t- I tried to convince my sister to watch this once and my sister and my brother-in-law turned it on and within like the first 10 minutes were like... Ben, I just don't give a fuck about podcasters. And I'm like, Archie, oh, thanks. <laughs> no one does, mate. No one does. Yeah. So we've been the Every Movie Ever podcast. Uh, we love you all dearly. And congratulations again to our Instagram winner, The Creation of Adam. Blu-ray is on its way to you now. If you're not following us on Instagram, uh, you're not getting free Blu-rays and you're also personally hurting our feelings. Uh, off the Christmas card list off the Christmas card list you can't come to Ben's funeral next year it's all gonna be it's cute you think I'm gonna make it till next year (laughs) (laughs) I have treated my body like a bin for 32 <laughs> years i've been sober for like what eight months now that's the yeah. only time where i've been sort of like my body is a temple no 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 mine's a theme All park worn and... down and cracked and broken <laughs> <laughs> slowly withering to the wind a gentle breeze will knock down a wall yeah I'm, i mean i'm built like christian bale i just couldn't figure out in which film i'm um, built like danny devito as the penguin <laughs> <laughs> but i'm 6'2 so you know figure that one out the dimensions oh are all over the place man i got like c cup tits but an hourglass waist you know what i mean <laughs> and uh and those christian bale and danny devito references are in fact a slight hint as to what we might be covering every movie ever of next it's not uh, a hint we're doing batman's i'm only saying this don't fucking tease it because i've spent too much money on the fucking blu-rays do you know how little attention i've paid for to the dcu like yeah i have paid zero attention batman versus superman i walked out of at the cinema twice the first time because i was (laughs) you went back in to walk out again (laughs) the worst thing is right it's one of my i thought this person was my friend one of my friends loose air quotes came out to me was like oh it's not that bad it gets better so i was like martha martha he was like it gets better don't worry about it and then i go back and watch it and the fucking what did you say her name was i was literally in the cinema and i was like nope Yep, and then just walked out. Couldn't fucking do yep. it. Was like, nope, not doing it. This is fucking wank. And then since then, I've gone and spent fucking eighty quid on all the Blu-rays oh. for the shitty Batman movies. Maybe oh. not shitty. Might be shitty. I don't know. I haven't paid any attention to him. But we're going to be doing Batman's next week. We're doing Samurai Cop. It's Samurai a crossover Cop. episode with Let's Talk Horror. Lovely, uh, lovely, lovely, lovely channel. BP, that guy's a fucking legend. If you haven't heard the Let's Talk Horror podcast, go and give it a listen. 
incredibly funny, super informative, very, very good entertainment. But we're doing a a crossover episode episode with him, Samurai Cop, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Tune in for that, lovely people. We've spent 15 minutes doing our outro, and we love you for it. So uh, We love you very much. Consume! Consume!